Well, hello and welcome back to Nope Country. This is episode seven. I'm your host, Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Who are you? I'm I'm Andrea. Okay, I'm, that's a relief. Am I <laughs> am I your co-host or am I? We are co-hosts. You are we both. Are? You are also. I'm a. You are co-host. not also. You are the host. I'm also the host. I am the host. You are the host. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, this is the seventh episode, and we're here to talk about our country authenticity index. Hell yeah! It's a very scientific development that we've been working on in the basement here for a long time, <laughs> in the laboratory. Uh huh. Uh, we finally found a way to scientifically answer the question of whether uh, a Nashville singer is real country or not, yeah. which is a fun conversation that you can you can have at the bar or <laughs> at home or at work. I don't. I don't. Okay, it is though interesting to talk about who's country and what is real country with people who are capable of having a good faith conversation about it. But the worst is having the conversation about who's real country and what is real country with the guy who just wants to scream Johnny Cash at you for 45 minutes. Fair. <laughs> not on this list, Johnny Cash, not actually. On this, well, because, well, we'll get into why he's not on the list. Because <laughs> he's not real country. <laughs> it's not because he's not real country. Please continue listening and those don't you fucking at us on Twitter. Who are still listening to the podcast, that's not the reason he's not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, we had this idea to uh, basically measure the countryness of the folks in Nashville, you know, on a on a scale, sort of an index. We're taking a sample of who's out there in Nashville right now, and uh, we wanted some solid tens on here, and we wanted some pretty some, low, some pretty, pretty lows, pretty, yeah. Uh, and so each of us came up with the we, we ranked twenty artists, you know, based on how country they are. Yeah, but we didn't start with these 20. We had a much longer list that we pared down to this list. Yeah. Question one is like, who's interesting to include on a list like this? You want like the S&P 500 (laughs) of Nashville singers. Is the S&P 500 a list of interesting stocks? Is that how that goes? <laughs> Isn't I thought Wall Street, I thought that trading stocks and bonds was it's for it's fun. People, it's entertainment. People watch it right. on television okay. and talk Got about it. it all the time. So. But this came about because of a particular artist, did it not? <laughs> did it? You don't remember this? Did it not? Tell me. It's because of Keith Urban. Yes, that's true. Because he's not American, right? But he loves country music. Uh huh. And. I don't know, like, the first conversation Are you, you have, about to say that he's a good guitar player? He's such, a, such an excellent guitarist. <laughs> oh my god, I want, I want off, I quit. <laughs> I don't, I have no way, I, you could fool me, I don't know if he's a good guitarist or not. This is the thing people say about uh-huh. If people know one thing about him, it's that he's married to Nicole Kidman? Yeah, correct. Uh, two is probably he's Australian. Uh-huh. Th- three is the hair, and then four is, is what a guitarist he is. That, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. So he, he's on the list. But we, well, he is. Uh, but we include, the, the the thing came to be because we were having trouble, like, visualizing slash locating Keith Urban on, you know, on the line or the scale or whatever it is you want to think of as countryness. We started off with a list of like 30 or 40 people, Mm -hmm. I think. And so we determined that uh, one criteria for inclusion uh, on the country index was that you have to be alive currently, which I I think initially you said that you wanted to include only people who are actively currently recording. 
We settled on alive. But we settled on alive. Which also, you know, you get you it, like you don't have to have Hank on there. You don't have to have like somebody whose ne- whose name doesn't show up on Google who only recorded one album, you know, in the fifties in their backyard, and five people have heard it. Right. And, yeah. Like we don't have to put the fucking what are the the Carter family or like something like that. You mm-hmm. know, like you have, do not have to grapple with arguing with Mr. Johnny Cash rockabilly dude at the bar about anything to do with that so it's got to be a living person yeah arguably any one of these people belongs in a conversation about country music yes and then we chose we whittled that down basically with sort of a um a fantasy baseball draft kind of Uh style where we each we each just picked one until we had 20 and that was it i enjoyed that part a lot yeah that was fun yeah okay so let's go down the list oh and then the, the third the third group of people weighing in here is you me and then everybody else all the listeners so thanks listeners if you took our survey and uh you helped make this episode possible so we put we put a survey out there uh asking people to rate each of these 20 artists on a scale of one to ten in countryness ten being most the country. most country uh, and then also uh, ask for your input on what makes somebody country to you. We so. got some excellent responses on that, and I'm really looking forward to talking about it. Yeah, those were so good. So yeah. thanks so much to everybody. We got so many more responses than I... I, I thought if we got like four or five. I'd be, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got like, like dozens. Yeah, dozens almost, 50, almost 50 people. Yeah, that's great. Surveys. And then we'll do this again uh, quarterly, maybe, a couple times a year, and we can update it uh, as as the, the sands change. As the sands fall through the country glass of lemonade time or if people die <laughs> <laughs> lots of ways to get yourself on and off of this True. index so Correct. let's let's go in alphabetical order shall we in the same order that uh, everyone took the survey saw uh-huh. uh just to so you can sort of picture where you if you're listening right now would want to put these people uh-huh. alphabetical by first, first name. name allison kraus charlie pride darius rucker dixie chicks dolly parton Eric Church, Florida Georgia Line, George Strait, Gretchen Wilson, Casey Musgraves, Keith Urban, Kenny Chesney, Loretta Lynn, Miranda Lambert, Rhiannon Giddens, Sam Hunt, Shania Twain, Sturgill Simpson, Taylor Swift, and Willie Nelson. Did you feel like the host of the Time Life uh, <laughs> country box set oh, there? Oh, if only. If only. <laughs> That'd be a dream. I did. We're going to do a whole episode just about the Time oh, yeah. Life no, CMA 100%. country box set. Yes can't wait i think what we'll do is then we'll we talked about this ahead of time we'll go down based on the top average score from listeners and then uh talk about how they compare to to your and my lists yeah that sound good yes okay so coming in first um out of 20 is dolly parton with a average score of 9.8 out of 10 the most country that's pretty country she's very fucking country uh, she's the most country on my list also she is my number one pick for the most country she is not my number one pick, and in fact, she's my number three pick. And I don't like, I don't really want to fight about this one either. Like, I think, especially our top three, I think everybody here has the top three. Yeah. The listener yes. average, you and me. And yeah, I don't we really, all have the same top three. You know, you and I had to pick. We had to had to actually rank them. So I had to pick who's going to be number one, and any of, of those three could have gone there. Why don't we talk about the three, and yeah. we'll just have that conversation. Okay, so number two... Uh, from the uh, audience is with a nine point seven is Loretta Lynn. Same, and uh, she is my uh, number one actually. And then a tenth of a point below that is Willie Nelson. Yep, uh, who's my number two. 
he's my number three. So, so yeah. We, we all three of us just shuffled those up. I went with Loretta Lynn because I feel like her identity is, is most tied up in like the the dusty backwoods kind of country scene and like has always been that and has like stuck to that. She's very much like emblematic of the classical tropes of country music. Which is, I mean, and like part of Nashville country is evolution and doing other things and like being popular in the time you're in and changing it, which Dolly Parton has done all those things. Willie, similarly, and then also adds the uh, sort of the outlaw attitude mm-hmm. kind of thing, which I think is, is an important mark of countryness in here is like telling the Nashville establishment to go screw and do your own thing and remain like super popular because of just how what an amazing artist you are. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with all of those. Um, I feel, I feel very good about my three. I feel good about putting Dolly tippy top. Uh, I think Dolly for me, tippy top was more about the popular recognizability and the fact that she, for like basically all humans represents American country music. Like, I think if you you know, like, got in your spaceship and landed anywhere on the, like, on on land, not on the water, but, like, landed anywhere on the planet and asked them, what is a country music person? I think most people would say Dolly Parton. And I think that that's because that's an authentic part of who she is. So I don't, I'm not only going on popularity there, but, like, I think that that's just very true about her. So that's why I picked her for number one and not Loretta or Willie was recognizability. Yeah. As she's an icon, and I'm not sure. I mean, I think that Loretta and Willie are also icons, but I think Dolly is like a capital I icon. I can't argue with that, really. And uh, you'd be better not to. <laughs> okay, uh, the only other person to score a nine or above from the audience average is George Strait, coming in at number four. Uh, I had him at five, and I had him at six. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you think you had him so low? So low. I mean, he's still in he's the still top way six. up there. Well, okay. Well, because I think the other people that I chose above him are more country than he is. Right. That's a bad. All right, so that's a bad why. question, maybe. But well, like. okay. Well, I can tell you why I think he's not as country as my as the two people that I chose to rank higher than him, which are Charlie Pride and the Dixie Chicks. Mm-hmm. I chose those to rank higher than George Strait because I think that they both embody. Um, a country stick in a genre that is hostile to people of color and is hostile to women. And I think that their dedication to the genre and their excellence within, in light of that, makes them more country than George Strait. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I agree with that. I think, like, I don't know enough about Charlie Pride to have a lot of a conversation about this either. So I want to, like, we'll do an episode all about him We should do a whole soon. episode about Charlie Pride. Right. Yes. But I know the Dixie Chicks story much better mm-hmm. because I was alive, alive for it. <laughs> and that hostility was, you know, was so strong uh, and, and real. And country radio isn't here for the Dixie Chicks. But the Dixie Chicks are still there for country music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What are your next three then? Okay. So I had um, Charlie Pride at four, George Strait. And then um, Sturgill, Sturgill Simpson at number six. Right. The audience 
went Charlie Pride next at number six. So actually, their next three was was the same as yours as well. Uh-huh. I have extremely conventional tastes in what is authentic country, apparently. Well, we could read this a number of ways. <laughs> I think, let's say the, the country authenticity index works and that the average has worked out. You and I are right. Everyone's right. This is science. This is how it goes. <laughs> this is like when... We have a quorum. This is when, when everyone discovers the theory of relativity at like five different parts of the globe at the same time. <laughs> Sturgill Simpson. Yeah, this is just like this is just like being Einstein Patrick. <laughs> We're basically the Einstein of country music. We're not the Nikola Tesla of country music, <laughs> but like maybe the Einstein. Sturgill Simpson is is the next one in there, uh, at number seven. You rank Sturgill very high, and why is that? So like Willie, the um, the telling Nashville to go screw, I think is very important. I like that. Uh, I mean one one trend that keeps coming back to me is like how much do you want to be part of country music Mm -hmm. you know and so the fact that he you know would show up at the cmas and go busking outside and want to talk about what what they were doing in there uh you know he want like he's he's engaged in the conversation even if he's not like part of the fancy show that's Mm -hmm. going on where he totally could be like a totally legitimate uh, response to that could be like, well, I'm just going to go tour or hang out at home or do whatever I want with my time. Uh, but he wants to like be part of this conversation that like the one we're having right now. Totally. Uh, and his... you're welcome, Sturgill Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing so much right here. So we're much good work. Really, we're at the we're, we're pioneering here. <laughs> the other thing is his songwriting, though, too. Yes. So like George Strait, like. One thing I said was, like, if I want to describe country music to somebody or, like, what it sounds like, I mean, it would be Dolly, but also be George Strait. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for, so so that's, like, to George Strait's benefit on this. But the fact that he's not writing those hit songs of his is sort of a knock. And I think that for Sturgill, he gets up as high as he is, even though he's, like, earlier in his career, um, because he's doing all that writing himself and of his roots as well, his, like, working on the railroad from Kentucky, like very like blue collar, you know, origins that he's singing about, at least in his earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. After him, the audience has Casey Musgraves at just just a, a smidge below number eight. So where do you where do you have Casey? So my next okay, so my seven, eight, nine are Miranda Lambert, Sturgill Simpson, and Rhiannon Giddens. Mm-hmm. I ranked Miranda higher than Sturgill. For the same reason that I ranked Charlie Pride and the Dixie Chicks higher than George Strait. I think that her clear passion for the genre and also how goddamned good her double album is just makes her feel more country to me than Sturgill. Uh, Although I appreciate Sturgill's uh, backstory and history and all of that, uh, I, I feel like his, like psychedelic hippie thing takes him down just a wee bit mm-hmm. uh, from being strictly country. Country is Miranda's genre. Mm-hmm. Like, she is excellent yep. at it. Uh, Sturgill feels like he's got some rock and roll in him to me. And while his country music is very country, and he's obviously super interested in and invested in the conversation about Nashville, it's, it's the woo-woo that yeah. That takes them down. I think, and I would go, I would say the same thing about Casey Musgraves as well. Mm-hmm. That like this latest album of hers that's like, you know, exploring the space and doing new things uh, is like 
You mean her disco record? It's her, it's her disco record. <laughs> that, that's awesome for her, and I like it a lot, but, but it's not the same as, like, the weight of these wings when Miranda is, like, singing about her own bad decisions and life in a small town and sort of the things that you expect country music is typically going to be about. Yes. Uh, and then I rated Rhiannon Giddens uh, above Casey Musgraves um, and in general in the top 10 uh, because even though perhaps she doesn't play uh, what is like strictly and currently thought of as country music or popular country music, um, she is a crazy talented musician and I also think that the like bluegrass sound and the bluesy sound is such an essential element of where country of of like what country music actually came from and what country music actually is um and in particular with black women and black femmes in the early 20th century um and even like late 19th century developing this music as a folk art um like i think it ultimately belongs to black women and so that is why i have Rhiannon in the top in my top 10, followed by Casey Musgraves. Yeah, she's number 13 on mine, uh, but not for, and I think that her musicianship, right, is like one of the one of the things that makes her rank so high. And similarly to, to like good songwriting as being an awesome guitar player or banjo player, um, that I think gets you some, some more country points. Um, I think it's a shame that, like, because we also, like lots of people when they responded to our survey, like didn't vote on her. Because they didn't recognize her name. And I think that's a shame. So you guys should all do more listening to the Carolina Chocolate Drops. They are not on country radio. No. No, No, they're not. Although she is, because she sings sings, uh, with Eric Church on Kill a Word. Okay, so after Sturgill Simpson comes Casey Musgraves, Miranda Lambert just a little bit below her. Wait, are you reading the popular? Yeah, this okay. is the popular one. So Casey is a 7.55, Miranda is a 7.47, Allison Krauss. Just under 7.4 is the next one. Where do you have Alison Krauss? She's low. She's my number 14. Mm-hmm. She's my number 10. I And like weirdly, I remember fighting to include her on this whole ranking because I think that she occupies uh, an interesting space in country music. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's particularly country, actually. I mean, for one thing, she has this voice that's instantly recognizable she does. She's part of like the big duets that yes. you hear all the time. She will instantly make your shows. duet more country if yeah. she's on your duet for mm-hmm. sure. This was a test that you had. You had proposed, which is, yeah. uh, do do you make the duet more country, or or does the other person make your jam less country? Mm-hmm. Basically, like who is the uh, if it's if it's a dueling genres duet. And one of the artists is ostensibly a country artist. Are they making that song a country song? Or is the other person pulling them toward the other genre? Your hypothetical CMT Crossroads fantasy. Right. Bon Jovi and Sugarland together. Oh my god, that's so... Jesus Christ. That's not hypothetical, that happened. <laughs> Did it really? <laughs> I hate Sugarland, you can quote me. Okay, but Gretchen Wilson is the next one on the audience list at 6.6. She's my number 12. Mm -hmm. I had her at 11 as well. She's 11 from the audience as well. So I think that she ranks as high as she does because she has this 
Well, it's because she's a redneck woman. I mean, it's really as simple as those two words in the name of her song. Yes, I think like that is. identity like, that she it. carved out and when she did, right? That she was this like symbol at this time of freedom fries and you know bombing All Iraq. Non sensory. Yes. yes, I mean this is not a ranking of who we agree with or whose music we like the most. That is correct. But it is definitely a type of, it's a way to be country. Yep. It's a country affect. Yes. I'm bringing my anthropology degree there. Rhiannon Giddens comes in at number 12 uh, with 5.7 from the audience. And then Kenny Chesney, number 13. <laughs> it's somebody who's so, like at the, at the round table of Nashville deciders, mm-hmm. he's near the head of that table. Oh yeah, for the sure. head of the round table. You can't be at the head of a round table. <laughs> Kenny Chesney could. That was the point of the round table. That was the that was the revolutionary idea that King Arthur had I know. when he democratized. I know chivalry. why the table was round. <laughs> Nashville is not a round table, though. No, Kenny no. Chesney is near the head. <laughs> Brad Paisley rules it with an iron fist. <laughs> he sits on the iron throne. <laughs> and his razor sharp wit. Brutal. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, Kenny Chesney is pretty low on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where th- my list, I think, starts to diverge fairly significantly when you get into the second half from the popular ranking mm. and I think also from your ranking. Audience says Kenny Chesney, Shania Twain, Eric Church. Yeah. Um, this is your number 13, 14, and 15. Yeah. So my 13, 14, and 15 are Darius Rucker, Allison Krauss, and Kenny Chesney. Mm-hmm. I think Darius Rucker is just so goddamned cute, and he wants it so bad, and he's so wholesome, and he just wants to be... He's the fucking Charles Boyle of country music. He wants to be included so bad. He's actually good at what he does. He belongs there, and, like, for so many horrible, shitty, racist, cultural reasons, like doesn't and won't but like uh, like fucking luke bryant is just a goddamned bump on a log but he like has this nashville legitimacy <laughs> i could like his next single may be called bump on a log <laughs> but... <laughs> i'm just a bump on a log and darius rucker's so good i don't i just think people shit on darius rucker because wagon wheel was so popular and People get upset when things are popular, and I think that that's not being fair to Darius Rucker. My boyfriend, Darius Rucker. He's great. His non-Wagon Wheel songs are great. His Wagon Wheel song is great. Fucking fight me. Uh, And then I have Alison Krauss and Kenny Chesney. Kenny is where I start. Kenny is the most country to me of the people who are the least country, who are genuinely not very country, in my opinion per this list. Kenny is the most country of the not country half of the country music index. We talked about how he put in his time singing about his sexy tractor. <laughs> you know, he there was this era there was the there was the post Garth era where everybody had to kind of look the same or sing mm-hmm. sing the Garth style stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, and he did it. He did it. And then yeah. he found his island and he made his own thing. Carved and out his little spot there on Blue Chair Bay. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> But he but but his more recent stuff is sort of less islandy and more back to small town stuff. Yeah. As well, he's not Jimmy Buffett. He's no. he's still doing like singing about your small town where you came from and a little bit of like the he's not Sturgill Simpson, but he's aiming at profundity in his way, <laughs> grasping at profundity. Grasping. It. He has that that uh, Hemingway on the shelf <laughs> that he picks up every now and then. 
wait, do you think there's a book in Kenny Chesney's house? Do you think there's one, not the Bible? Yes. What book? What book do you think Kenny Chesney has in his house? Catcher in the Rye? Come on, no! No. 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 I think, I'm thinking of like... If Kenny Chesney has one book in his house, it's fucking Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot of... He has, like, he peppers his songs with literary references that all seem like they're they're straight from high school Cliff's Notes. <sighs> I guess. And it doesn't get much more country than that. <laughs> We're segueing back into, the, into our rankings. Okay. Shania Twain comes next from the audience at number 14. This blows my fucking mind. Yeah. You explain it to me. She's 14 here. I have her at 17. I think that if you grew up on 90s country, I mean, I did, but I think I was just after she switched over to being more poppy than country. But like she was a huge, huge deal and like a Nashville icon there for for a while. And like there's the, you know, we've seen it thanks to Time Life. We've seen her dancing around at the CMA Awards. And I like, mean, yes. And like everybody, like the room is just eating it up. Like this is like her... She, she had big moments there in the in the in the scene. Yeah, I yes, I don't I don't like contest that. I guess, but when you look at like who she is and her what her songs sound like yeah. and what her songs are about and what her personal story is, which is fucking I don't know, except for she's from Canada. Like I, she's just not country. Especially, I mean, yeah, she this... sings country music well. And she performs country well, but to me, she is not, she's really not country. So she's really low on the list for me. She's, well, (laughs) she's not as bad as it could be. I think Kenny Chesney and Keith Urban are so much more country than Shania Twain. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Eric Church comes in next. This kind of surprised me. I can't believe this. You guys were so wrong about Eric Church. Where do you have Eric Church? I have Eric Church way high on my list. He's in my top 10. He's number 11. He's above Gretchen Wilson. I have him at number 8. Yeah. That's so surprising. I mean, I think you get the outlaw thing. He writes his own songs. He's like... For me, the, the, the most interesting thing about Eric Church, like, apart from, like, songs of his, which I love, are, are like, the way that he does the commercial Nashville country thing and somehow seems like he mostly does it on his own terms at least that's mm-hmm. that's the way he sells it right and like he's managed to pull that off pretty well and like seem like you know he's managed to be like a cool guy in nashville right now and yet also like write his own stuff and not sound the way that everything else does yeah uh his songs are real good i feel like his songs are extremely true to who he is I feel like he occupies an identity slash an identity performance that is really recognizable to people who are from either the suburbs or a big small town, you know, where like you get his aesthetic, you know, a dude like him who drinks at your local bar, like he's, he's almost legitimately cool, but he's like a little bit not. Right? Like, he's still wearing, like, dorky work boots with his cool jeans sometimes. Or probably keeps a pair of wraparound sunglasses in the in the door of his truck because sometimes he forgets his aviators and he's still got to wear his Oakleys sometimes or whatever, right? But he's still, like, pretty edgy, you know? And, like, maybe deals a little weed on the side. Uh, it's like, it's like a burnout. It's like a successful burnout thing. Like he definitely works at the box factory. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
But he makes good money, and he bought his own house. You know, the thing that I like the way that he seems to describe himself, his like autobiographical songs. It seems like he thinks he's such a weirdo. Oh and yeah, that's like, another key element of like, his. Like he's identity. like the long-haired kid who liked music. He grew oh, up. Yeah. And he's so misunderstood. Oh now, no, he's and... he a hundred percent self-identifies as the weirdest dude is, in Thunderbumpkin like Tennessee. That and... tells you about the, the <laughs> place he's coming from, right? Yeah. Where like Eric Church is the, the weirdo uh-huh. in your town. Yeah. Yeah. He's not that weird. No, he's extremely he's extremely conventional. Yeah. But not but that's not a that's not a like a dip on him. Like I'm to be clear. Mr. Church. But that's it, no. Like, in the, in the room full of, like, Brett Eldridge, Sam Hunt, Florida Georgia Line, uh, Chris Lane, like, mm-hmm. n- just the f- whoever's. The interchangeable white men of Nashville country. Eric Church is in, he's in that room, and he's, like, off to the side, like, mm-hmm. you know, talking about what assholes everybody else is. Yeah. The next one from the audience here is Darius at five. His average score is an He's even exactly five. exactly in the middle. Y'all are so wrong about Darius and Eric, my boyfriends, Darius Rucker and Eric Church. But you know who is not as country as Darius Rucker, who? according to everyone else, is Keith Urban. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, the thing the thing that, to, to the conversation we've had here, uh, he wants it, right? Like, his, like, He's, origin story is, is about... He is real thirsty for it. He wanted to be in Nashville country music, and he did it. Uh, Sam Hunt comes in... Just a smidge under Keith Urban. I think that's pretty pretty rough on Keith Urban. <laughs> but our bottom three here from the audience, Sam Hunt, Florida Georgia Line, Taylor Swift. Uh, those are also in my bottom three. Yeah, same. Taylor Swift is my number 18. So my, my bottom three in order of most country to least country are Taylor Swift, Sam Hunt, and Florida Georgia Line. I went Sam Hunt, Taylor Swift. Florida Georgia Line. Okay, so Florida Georgia Line, the whole world can agree, the least country. Yes. Not country at all. Which is, I put them at the bottom, but they do sing about life in a small town. Like, that is that is totally their thing, and Taylor Swift did, but doesn't anymore. Uh, I don't care. Uh, fucking Taylor Swift, number one, writes her own songs and can play her own yes. m- musical instruments, which I'm still not convinced that Florida Georgia Line can do either of those things, truly. Taylor Swift also, when she was country, was pretty country. Yep. Versus, like, Sam Hunt is, I don't know, like, that dude is just looking to make a dollar and landed on country music and is dipshit looking enough to pull it off. And sounding enough to pull it off. Although I know he fucking wrote Cop Car. <sighs> How did I hate him? It's as though we've had this conversation like twenty times. <laughs> you knew exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> um and Florida Georgia line uh is just not country and they're trying to be country and they're just not. There's no they, they don't have a country affect. They don't have a country sound. Well they do the one guy sells like uh uh you know, like basically Native American goods for white people is like his, his little store. Him and his wife have this, they have like teepees and. Well, cultural you know. appropriation is very country. Yeah, well, see, and you had them ranked so low. <laughs> I stand by it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we did some good work here. We're, Great work, guys. We're closer. We're closer to the answer, and this is sort of like yeah. what we're going to be talking about. And in so any we're going to revisit this in like three or four months, Christmas mm-hmm. maybe. Let's say. Yeah. With a. In move some people up or down or mm-hmm. in or out or whatever and, and right. gauge the index. All right. So thanks so much for everyone who took the survey. And uh, there will be one in a few more months, I'm sure. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.